May the words of my lips and the meditations of all of our hearts be now and always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I wonder if anybody watched the uh, White House correspondence dinner last night, President Obama. He's only been there eight years and he got half an hour, so I've been here 14. I think I should get a little longer. And uh, it was great to see him. Poke fun at himself and roast other people, and I thought, I wonder what it would do to church attendance if the sermon time was an opportunity to roast one another. I think it would increase it. A man was driving along the highway in L.A. on uh, getting ready for Easter, and as he's driving down the highway rushing to get to his family's house, the Easter bunny jumps out in front of him, and uh, he swerves to try to miss it, but he's unable to do that. And he hits the bunny. He gets out of his car and, and walks around to the front of the car. And there's the lifeless body of the Easter bunny. He's distraught. He's a sensitive man. He did his best to avoid it. He loves animals. And he stands there crying. A woman drives up and sees this man on the side of the road weeping. And she stops and gets out and says, what's the matter? What's the matter? He said, you'll never believe this. But look, it takes her around to the front of the car. I hit the Easter bunny and he's dead. She said, it's okay. It's going to be okay. She goes to her car in the trunk, pulls out a can, comes over to the Easter bunny and sprays it both sides. All of a sudden, the bunny jumps up, runs away. After 50 yards, he turns around and waves. Then he turns around. He keeps running. Another 50 yards, waves again. Another 50 yards. man said, wow, what happened? How did you do that? What was in that can? So she shows him the can. It says, hairspray gives life to dead hair. In, and ensures a permanent wave. <laughs> so, so why am I telling you a joke, an Easter bunny joke today? Well, you may know that our Eastern Orthodox brothers and sisters are celebrating Easter today. Annunciation Orthodox Church is having their big celebration today. Started last night with Easter Vigil. This past Friday was was Good Friday. And they call it something different. They don't refer to it as Easter. It's the Pasqua. So what's going on? And is it important? Let's look at those two things. They have a different name and a different date. Let's first of all look at the date. In the Western Church, uh, here's how we determine the date of Easter. It's much more complicated than Christmas. It, Easter falls on the first Sunday following the first full moon after the vernal equinox. If the first full moon occurs on the equinox, Easter is the following Sunday. So it can occur any time between March 22nd and April 25th. That's how we do it in the West. Now why do we do it differently in the West than in the East? One reason is they follow the uh, Julian calendar and we follow the Gregorian calendar. And so it can be sort of 13 days different. Uh, it will rectify itself. So in February of 2100, we'll have it on the same day again. The other reason is that the Orthodox Church continues to adhere to the rule set forth at the first ecumenical council in Nicaea in the year 325, which required that the Pascha, the celebration of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus, must take place after the Passover. The Passover ended last night, and they're celebrating the resurrection today. 
And there's a feeling among some that we should work to bring the dates together. The uh, Coptic Pope, Pope Tahadras II, a couple of years ago wrote a letter to Pope Francis, can't we bring these dates together? It doesn't seem to make much of a difference in our world, where it's predominantly a Western church, but in many parts of the Middle East, there are large communities of Orthodox and large communities of Roman Catholic and Protestant, and they seem to be disunited on this, the most special festival of our Christian year. So, but nothing has been accomplished yet. I think we should keep praying for that. And then the name. The word Easter, according to the seems the best scholarship, the word Easter comes from a story who was a pagan fertility god that was worshipped in the German lands around the same time as Easter. And for some reason, that got landed on our celebration of the resurrection. In most languages, or many languages, the celebration is uh, closely related to the Passover. You know, in Spanish, Feliz Pascua. In French, Pac. In Greek, Pascha. Now, it's interesting, if you look at the icon in the entryway out there of the resurrection, the Greek word for resurrection is anastasis. Now, they didn't choose that word to refer to this feast of the resurrection, but rather uh, chose the word to show its close connection to the Passover. The Gospels use the Passover, the word Passover, 24 times in describing the life and the final week of Jesus. It's also used in our liturgy. Look at your text at the bulletin. If you look on page seven at the great Thanksgiving, we will say, but uh, chiefly are we bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. For he is the true Paschal, other words, Passover lamb. Paschal is a reference to the Passover. And at the end of the great Thanksgiving after the Lord's Prayer, Father Bates will say, Alleluia, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Now, is this important? What do we lose if we lose the connection between the resurrection and the Passover. To refer to the celebration of the resurrection of Pascha reminds us and helps us to understand its connection to the Passover and the great event of the exodus from slavery in Egypt. For the exodus is the most significant event for the people of God in the Old Testament. It's the founding myth of Israel. Its message is that the Israelites were delivered from slavery by Yahweh and therefore belonged to him through the Mosaic Covenant. The Exodus has been central to Judaism, served to orient the Jews towards the celebration of God's action in history, in contrast to the polytheistic celebrations of the God's action in nature. And today is recounted daily in Jewish prayers celebrated in the festival of the Pesach. And in secular history, the Exodus has served as the inspiration and model for many groups, including the early Protestant settlers flee, fleeing persecution in Europe and the African-Americans striving for freedom and civil rights. In like manner, the resurrection is central to our understanding of the story of God of our faith and life as followers of Jesus. They, Jesus did not come to make the Easter a new thing. He came to show its connection to God's action all through history. 
starting with the Exodus. The resurrection is to Christians what the Exodus was to Jewish people. The outworking of God's mighty acts of deliverance, his activity and history to finally set his people free. It's not just about celebrating Jesus' resurrection. It's about celebrating our resurrection, what it means to me and to you that death does not have the final word. We can face the end of this earthly life with the confidence that he has won the victory and provided something more for us one day. But not only is my resurrection in the age to come, but the resurrection of Christ should affect how I live out the resurrection in my day-to-day life. And not me as an individual, but us as a people of God. God didn't redeem individuals out of slavery in Egypt. He redeemed a people as to lead them to freedom. There's all kinds of parallels. If you read the story of the Passover, where the lamb is killed, its blood is applied to the lentil, so the angel of death will pass over. And when they partake of that meal, I think it's very important to remember that God instructed that they partake of it ready for action, ready for travel. They anticipated their road to freedom. They were to be dressed for travel with their garments hiked up and a staff in their hand. And so when we come and gather around this table, our version of the Seder meal, our version of the Passover, we too remember that God is calling us to action. On Thursday, we'll have the ascension. We remember that Jesus ascended back to heaven. He's left us. But he's also left us with a mission. He's left us with a mission to be the people of God, to live out the resurrection, to work and fight for justice and for freedom, to be a blessing like God called Abraham to be, a blessing to all the nations. And so we pray, I'm going to pray for a common date. I thought the year 2025 would be a nice 1700 anniversary of the Council of Nicaea. It wouldn't be that a great date to have a common celebration. To replace Easter with something else so that when we greet people on that day, it's more clear we have a connection to God's activity in the Passover. At the end of the uh, correspondence dinner last night, the White House correspondence dinner, Obama ended his uh, tribute to the press and the journalists by saying, so this night is a testament to all of you who have devoted your lives to the idea of truth, who push to shine a light on the truth every single day. We as Christians are called to point our light at the truth. The truth is that God defeated death, that God is in charge, that God will be with us. Just as he went with the pillar of fire through the wilderness, so too he sent the Holy Spirit with flames of tongues of fire to be with us, to help us to be the people of God. So let's gather around the table. Let's partake of this resource to strengthen ourselves so that we together will be the people of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.